Blog Talk Radio. another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. I'd like to first of all give thanks to God for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who has redeemed us through the sacrifice of himself on Calvary's tree. It is through Jesus that you and I have eternal life and access to God by faith in him. So we give thanks to God for his unspeakable gift, and that is Jesus. And we need Jesus uh, in this present evil age. Please read Galatians chapter 1, in which Paul talks about the salvation that we receive through Christ Jesus out from this present evil age. And that's the sense of the Greek New Testament, out from, instead of out of, but out from. And uh, so please read uh, Galatians chapter 1 when you get an opportunity. Now, tonight I'm going to uh, be reading from Colossians chapter 2, and also, if I get time, uh, I want to read from 1 John chapter 5. And it is essential for believers today to be grounded in the Word of God. We are to be grounded in the Word. Now, Now, notice the verb. Uh, B uh, at the beginning of this, this sentence that, that, I've, that I've used uh, as a title uh, for tonight's show. So uh, we must be grounded. And that is a very powerful uh, reality for believers. We must be grounded uh, in the Word of God. Now, we live in a post-literate age because now we live in a digital age and in a post-literate age people receive their information uh, from from video and uh, what we, we say online but through the internet so we live in very different times and in order for us as believing ones not to be uh, uh, led uh, led astray uh, by what we hear from people. Again, we we have the word as an anchor to the soul. Please read Hebrews chapter two, lest we drift away. <clears throat> so let me begin reading in Colossians chapter two, and uh, I'm going to be I'm going to start at verse six. Colossians two, uh, verse six. Now. Uh, the book of Colossians presents Christ as the head of the church. The book of Ephesians presents Christ, it presents uh, us, that is believing one, as the body of Christ. So uh, 
Colossians 2, beginning at verse 6, quote, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk you in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. And that literally is empty delusion. After the tradition of man, after the rudiments uh, of the world and not after Christ. Now, the language here is important because uh, the tradition of man, here he's, Paul is speaking about the Jewish traditional law as opposed uh, to the biblical law as given in the word not the the teachings of the elders or their commentaries as such. And then he uses the word rudiments. Well, that's the word we've been given. In the Greek, it is stoikia. Stoikia. Uh, that is after the stoikia of the cosmos and not after Christ. Uh, there are philosophical systems and beliefs that, what, are mere empty delusions that can lead believers astray, okay, that is out and away from Christ. So it is a, a belief system uh, of values that are consistent with the cosmic system. You and I are, uh, currently live in the cosmos or the cosmic system. And so the cosmic system is radically opposed to the word of God or the or or the, the teaching of the scriptures. So, verse nine: For in Him dwelleth all the fullness, that is the completeness of the Godhead bodily. So here we have a verse that affirms the incarnation, the reality of the incarnation. In Him dwelleth, and notice we have the prepositional phrase "in Him." In Him dwelleth, uh, which is in the present indicative in Greek. That is, at the present time, all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. A very important theological position uh, that Paul has taken here for believers. The incarnation is real. God was manifest in flesh uh, in the person of Jesus Christ. He is the uh, Huios. He is the Son of God. So in verse 10, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. So I want you to see, I want you to understand from the word of God, the radical otherness of the position of believers. They have been redeemed out from the stoichia of the cosmos. And now uh, we are in him. So we have an organic, eternal relationship in Christ. We cannot be severed from him. So when I go to 1 Corinthians, excuse me, 1 John, I want to uh, read a passage that elucidates that. Because the enemy would want to, if he could, if he cannot, uh, separate us from the person of Christ. So notice uh, I'm going to go back. And verse 7 of, of Colossians, Paul writes, rooted, 
and built up in him. So we're to be grounded in Jesus, grounded in the word. Notice verse 6, walk ye in him, rooted and built up. Now, isn't, isn't the language interesting? In verse 6, to walk in him, and in verse 7, he says, he writes the word to be rooted. Uh, but but notice how the, the word pictures are work here and how important they are that we understand. So, walk ye in, rooted, built up, and so... Uh, walk you is in the present imperative. Rooted is a perfect passive participle. And then uh, built up is, uh, again, we have a middle passive participle. So we're to grow, we're to, be, we're to constantly be built up in Christ. Then he writes, uh, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving to be our occupation in Christ. This is how uh, we're to be, to have the fullness of Christ at work in our lives. It is through this that we experience what it means to be filled with the Spirit of God. It is through this, what Paul has written here, that our minds become free. And that we become free of the values of the cosmos. Uh, have you had problems with uh, intrusive thoughts or thoughts that, that invade your spiritual life and you wish uh, you could get rid of them? Well, here is the way that happens. Uh, to be grounded in the word. Uh, to have uh, uh, filled your heart with the spirit. So that you can worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. See, because all the darkness will be cast out. Um, it would be that is, it will be expelled over time uh, through your practice of inculcating the word. These things will be uh, cast out of your life. The imagery, the language, the scenes, all this stuff that that holds you down. And that um, maybe images you wish you had never seen or or experienced uh, have captured your soul, and as a believer, it may have it may have broken your heart that this is where you find yourself. But the enemy will use that against you, and so it is incumbent that you learn that through the word you can have victory over intrusive thoughts, over thoughts that have held you prisoner or kept you bound, you, uh, we can do all things through Christ who constantly strengthens us. So what does uh, Paul write? Verse 7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein the things given. Uh, in Galatians 2.20, Paul writes about the crucifixion of the flesh. Paul writes, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Walking in Christ for real begins with the crucifixion of the ego. Ego is filled with shame. 
Ego is filled with regret. Ego is filled with embarrassment. Ego wants to be satisfied. Understand, the ego is part of the flesh. And so it wants the attention. It wants you to feel bad when you don't need to feel bad. It wants you to be harassed. Whereas when you are in Christ, you are at peace in your heart and in your soul, and you don't have to feel that way. Now, in 1 John chapter 5, or I should say more accurately, you don't have to think that way. In uh, 1 John chapter 5, uh, John writes, uh, verse in, he writes in verse 18, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps him safe, and the evil one cannot harm him. We know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the wicked one. The Greek reads that, and that the whole world lies asleep in the lap of the wicked one. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding that we, that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Look, the evil one or the harmful one, the dragon or the sharp-seeing one, the diabolos, the slanderer, accuser, the cathagor, uh, or the accuser, Abaddon, or destruction, Satan, the hater, the enemy, the adversary. All of these are not mere names. They bespeak degrees of character and of what the enemy wants to do in your life. If you are grounded in the word, you can have success over the enemy and live a life that is filled with God's prosperity. You have to make that decision that you're no longer going to listen to the enemy and the lies that he wants to sow in your heart. You have to decide that you will be grounded in the word so that marvelous things will occur by unbelievable expectations. But you have to decide that you're going to be grounded in the word. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.